Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat And let's jump into today's episode. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today I am sharing with you another coaching call with one of my fabulous clients. So, Kamala came in to my space, well, into coaching with me. Last year in my exclusive um, winter relaunch program, it was very low ticket where I walked women through just a small portion of the mindset coaching in my program for six weeks. And the coaching call that you're hearing today is actually one that she earned as Intentional Mama of the Month in the Intentional Abundance community over on Facebook, where you, sister, are invited to join. You too could win a free coaching call just like this, but this came in right in the middle of her six weeks. And so we had already coached together for two weeks. She had this free call and then we had four more weeks in that program. And she has actually um, continued on working with me since. And I just want to, um, point out that because this call took place back in December of 2021. And just in a few short weeks, Kamala had all these wins. And so I just want to share this call with you guys. And without further ado, let's jump right in. Good morning, Kamala. Good morning, everyone in the community. Kamala is our intentional mama of the month. And She is receiving a free coaching call this week, and we are broadcasting that live here um, to share with you guys today. So I hope that we're still able to, um, to be as intimate and share just like we have been over the last two weeks we've met so far, um, in the relaunch program. And so Kamala, I'm so excited that you're here with us this morning. Let's just treat this like any other conversation that we've had. And, um, I'd kind of already asked you beforehand, if there was anything that you wanted to dig into this week and you had said no, but you shared a win about, um, what we had coached on last week and what that's looked like. So do you want to start with there maybe? And then maybe I'll try and pick some threads out of that. Sure. So we had talked about, um, how I was reading the word compulsively um as an avoidance to have a closer relationship with god a fear that i didn't even realize i had until we had talked and to slow that down and just take little bits and pieces and i had struggled with wanting to have more time just me and god without other people around and i wasn't sure how to get that time and you had suggested to instead of reading 
two chapters a day, which I was doing to break it down to maybe just a section out of a chapter and then meditate and pray on that. And so that's what I started doing. And Friday, so I started in Matthew and Friday I read the genealogy and it was peaceful. You know, it was nice. And I just read that little bit and it was just, it was like God saying, see, I'm real, I'm here. And, and then Saturday was my aha moment. I was reading and I've read, you know, the birth of Jesus several times. And in this part, it was where the angel came to Mary and then to G to Joseph and what stood out to me. And I've never paid that much attention or it's never stood out in this way is when the angel was talking to Joseph and he's telling Joseph, be not afraid. And immediately after that, I have the U version app. And so I read the daily verse on that. And it was, I think it was Psalm 32, eight, where God says, you know, I will guide you. And so it was like, it just went together so perfectly where God was telling me, don't be afraid to do what I'm calling you to do because I will guide you. And I almost cried because, oh, sorry. I almost cried because it was so peaceful. You know, it was just, I could hear him speak to me. And it's been a few months at least since that's happened. Since the kids went to school and work, my husband's been out of work with his boat and then he got hurt. So we're just waiting now on him to recover so that he can go back to work. But it's been just attack after attack. And we recognize that those are spiritual attacks. But whenever you have them left and right, it's hard. Sorry. Speaking of spiritual okay. attacks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, but it just being able to feel God again, that close, it was refreshing. And that soon as well, like, I, you know, whenever I took your advice and I started in with, you know, breaking it down, I was like, well, it's going to take some getting used to, you know, changing that routine. And on the second day, it was just like that. And so that to me was God saying, see, this is what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, like a couple of things that you said that I just want to touch base on was, mm -hmm. or even, or even bring up and mention, like you had mentioned, this is what we talked about last week, how you, you didn't have time to have that like intimate relationship with God, to have this like war room kind of life where you got to just sit with him in his presence and pray. And so we were looking for a way to do that. And it was through conversation and coaching that it came up that you were, you were putting a lot of pressure on yourself and having this expectation to on yourself to read two chapters a day, even when you were doing other Bible studies and going to church and everything else, um, that you had going on all these different ways that you were plugging into him, but it wasn't that intimacy that you were looking for in relationship with him. Right. And, and we dug deep how that was tied to yeah. fears and, um, and, and really important ones, deep seated ones. And so I'm really glad that we had the opportunity to process that, but I'm more pleased like with how God showed up in that. And so Kamala was sh shared with me last week about how, um, 
when, when she was like coming, coming back to God and coming back to the word, it was kind of in a, um, skeptical sense to, to prove someone wrong. And she started reading scripture in Matthew and it had like, she didn't even get through the book of Matthew and she was like wrecked by it. She was like, Nope, God is real. Like this is truth. Like Holy spirit was in her. And, um, and so funny enough, I recognized when she was sharing with me how she was in the book of Matthew and she finished Matthew. And then she was like, told her husband, like, I just can't read today. I cannot read my two chapters today. And so I just thought it was not a coincidence that it was the book of Matthew again. Right. So the enemy was just like trying to get in her way from, from feeling exactly what she was craving in that moment and preventing her from getting into Matthew and feeling the presence of God in her life. And so, wow, what an incredible experience with him for him to speak to your heart and say, be not afraid and I will guide you. Like, wow. And what better timing to be in the beginning of Matthew than the Christmas season, right? So it's just amazing and beautiful how God works. Kamala, I want to ask you, um, how does that feel? Because last week we talked about, um, a lot of different things and a lot of different feelings tied to like your God time and, and being with, with him. And some of the things that you had said was like, you felt bad when you didn't read your two chapters a day. And you felt like you were kind of doing it out of, um, like a checklist, a to-do list that, um, you had these like expectations on yourself, but you were doing the things and not achieving the desired result. So now it sounds like even just in a couple of days, your second day of doing this, you, you achieved this result once, but now you want to repeat this result. So how does all of that feel to you? Like what feelings come up now? I feel humbled and joy because before it was you know the mary and martha that has come up several times mm. over the last week and it was like god pointing that out to me like just just sit at my feet and even i spoke with my sister yesterday and we were praying just you know for each other and for our families and our husbands and we got to talking about the mary and martha scenario and how it's not always be still and know that I am God because we know that he is God, but sometimes it's just be still and sit at my feet and to know that that's okay. And that I can gain just as much, if not more from that than the, the doing, it gives me peace. And I've felt that over the past few days and, and now even whenever I'm reading, like I read this morning and it was whenever the wise men were told, you know, not to go back to Herod and Joseph was told to go to Egypt. And it's just that little bit, but just reading that I'm able to communicate with God and be receptive when he communicates back. And just to think about Mary having this newborn baby, not in her home, is still not allowed to go back home. And that's something that, that I have 
wanted in my life is a home. Like we've moved every year or two year span for the past, gosh, like 14 years. And it's been rough because I just want a home. This is all I could think. You know, I just want my forever home. And reading that and thinking of what Mary went through and even Jesus. And it was like, you know what? God is reminding me, this is not my home. And this will never be my home. This is never going to be my forever home. And no matter what house I live in, it will never be that feeling that I'm searching for because that's heaven. And so it was just, you know, like I said, it's humbling because it's like, well, put your mind right. <laughs> but it's peaceful too, because he knows, he gets it. He was here and he lived through it and he had to move. And he didn't get to go home immediately. And I just, it's so all inspiring to know that the King of Kings knows my heart. And he felt that at one point and that that's okay. Wow. I feel these same things. Like your even just your testimony in this is massive. And I did not expect this in our coaching call today, like at all, but, um, like you, you had a belief that was kind of underlying. You had this, this thought that you, if you didn't read the word as much as you were, that you were on a slippery slope. And you were worried, like, what if I turn away? What if my heart turns away from the face of God again? And you had this belief that if you don't hold yourself accountable, that you might do that again. And how has, how has this experience just a few days? Like it hasn't, I mean, we talked on Thursday. So like you were saying Friday, you read Mm -hmm. and Saturday you read and, Mm -hmm. and today you read, right? So it's only been what, four, four days now. Um, Mm -hmm. it's gone from this kind of like fear and compulsively reading the word to humbled and joy and peace are words that you use. So how has that, like, what evidence has God shown you in that belief in those thoughts that you had before and like transform that for you this week? Like what new beliefs are you holding on to now? Um, I'm really, he's really just shown me that I was being prideful by keeping myself accountable. Like I had that power (laughs) to do that. And I was just, I was putting too much faith in myself Mm. and letting that fear grow from that. Whenever everything should always come back to him, no matter what, like he should always be our focus. And we actually had a Bible study Saturday night and we were talking about that that God should come first always. And so now whenever, like yesterday, it was yesterday, Sunday, I didn't read. We had church that morning. And so I focused all my attention on my husband's sermon and absorbing that instead of <clears throat> my own reading first. And it was, It wasn't stressful. I wasn't trying to keep up with more than one thing going on in my mind. And so to me, it was reassuring. And it was like God saying, I'm always here. And my spirit is always in you. And that is what you 
lean on. That's what keeps you accountable is my spirit, not you and your actions. Does that relieve so much pressure? <laughs> like, I'm just so sitting much. here and like, <laughs> go ahead. No, it's okay. Oh, I'm just sitting here like, if this was me, like from one week to the next, I'm just like, I could imagine being in that space and just the peace that I would feel now. And just the pressure that is relieved from the expectations that I was holding for myself to like, hear God, like speak these things to my heart. And so what are your, what are your next steps or like, I don't know this one of the things when we first met, um, this was one of the big things that you had talked about was that you wanted this like God first, um, God focused life. Your number one thing was to make sure you were taking care of yourself and seeking God first. And I think the two are tied together. I think we are taking care of ourselves when we seek him. Right. And so just getting you to that place. So I don't know what, what are your thoughts or feelings that come up in relation to that? And like, what are your, I don't know, I'll stop talking. Well, I'll let you talk. (laughs) Well, you know, I was worried about my work because I was trying to do just like with my relationship with God, I was trying to do and do and do and do. So it would be enough. And even just now, like, like I said, sickness has been making its rounds and I babysit and the baby that I watched, he's been sick. And so I haven't had that extra time to devote to my work. And normally, even just last week, I would have stressed and I would have pinched every little minute I could to try to get something done. And actually another uh, scripture that God gave me was that it, it'll all happen in his time. And so I'm taking my peace in that promise to just work on getting better, getting my family better and my baby that I babysit, like just focusing on him because I don't want to, you know, hurry up and get him to sleep and then lay him down and hurry up and get something else done whenever he needs a little extra snuffs. You know, that's something I was able to give my children and to be able to relive that again it's an extra blessing. And so I'm trying to refocus my thoughts on God's promises and not pressures from the world that I have to get it done because it'll be there next week, the week after that, it will be there. Not that I'm going to procrastinate everything off, but I know that when I'm well and the time is right, God will let me know and I can jump into it even stronger than I can right now. I really love that this is like a conclusion that you've come to like in this week and in this process, because that was one of the other things. It was kind of like what we started off with last week. Mm -hmm. Um, and our talk was like, 
you had a good weekend. You had a lot of good rest. Um, you hung out with family, had a birthday party, like all these other things, but you noticed that, um, you, you were procrastinating in that Mm -hmm. you, you were causing yourself to feel a lot of pressure because you weren't, because you were, you felt the need to really dig into a lot of this back office stuff with your, your work. You didn't have enough time to write like you had wanted to. And there were all these other things that you wanted to pursue in your life. Right. But there was this unbalance in a sense where you didn't have your time with God. And so you didn't feel this peace and this presence about all of these other things. And you had these elaborate plans. I'm looking back and I didn't write them down about like getting into the back office this Christmas week and catching up on trainings and learning all these different things and figuring out how to restructure your parties and what structure was going to work best. And it was like all these different things, right. were floating around in your head, producing all of this chaos and stress related to, to work. And Mm -hmm. you're like, where am I going to find the time? And, and I love so much about how Like we didn't actually spend a lot of time digging into that because a thread came up with about like your time with God. And it was, it was huge. I I believe it was Holy spirit led, like exactly what we needed to talk about. And I just love how God came in and like took care of both of these concerns, both of these stressors in your life by getting to the root of one of them, which is him first. And and just bringing peace to you over that and in, 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 in that season. And like, there are other stressors going on in your life. It is Christmas week. People are sick. You know, you still have this work that you want to pour your heart and soul and time into that you really enjoy and you want to continue writing, but you're able to rest on God's promises and you're able to adjust your thoughts to be on those And you're able to rest in his peace and his presence. And I am just like, wow, that is beautiful. That is exactly where we want to be. So I don't know. And just, and just doing that recap, like, is anything coming up for me, for you in that? I just, I just can't not smile. It's (laughs) amazing. (laughs) I am. I am the same way. I'm like, this is what I want for everyone. Right. To like, circumstances are not perfect in my life right but my heart is my soul as well yes so where where do you want to go from here like what we have another call on Thursday that is our Uh normal scheduled coaching time you're we're only like halfway through not even through this six weeks um and so today was just I did not even expect this to be like win after win after win but we're sharing all of these wins and in this like heart posture shift. Um, so where, Mm -hmm. where do you want to go from here? Like, um, the next two things that I had just in my mind, uh, was one thing that we mentioned last week at the end of the call was my fear of failing the children that I teach Mm -hmm. and, you know, misleading them or misguiding them or just not showing up for them in any way that may come up and my writing, just to be able to 
dig into that because I know there's a lot of stuff buried in there because just mentioning my writing it just kind of makes me uh, <laughs> like I don't know you don't know what like we, we have a few minutes still so let's well, I don't know it's, what kind of like what did your body of, feel like what was your body telling you like what could if you could name like an I don't emotion know what to do I don't know what to or where to go next maybe not not what to do because I know what I'm doing right now and but it's um I'm working on another series I finished my trilogy in June of this year and I knew before I even finished it that there was another story coming out of it from one of the side characters and I wanted to use that to make to expand the world that I've created and to further delve into the possibilities of how the world that I create can be a light for God to guide others to him and I get so excited thinking about it but I've got so many ideas about it and I've been writing them down I have a journal but I get to where I don't know what exactly to do what to say where to point it and that is that gets overwhelming and so then I just I try to take it slow and go back to my research first but then I get these inspirational ideas I want to write down and so I write those down and then I'm like well I want to dig into writing but then I think well if I start writing and then I don't have the research done and then the research counteracts what I'm writing then I go back and have to fix that. So that's something I definitely have. I honestly, I haven't prayed about it as much as I should have. And so that's something I've got to do. And I have been using uh, UBAM as our money, our financial income. And so that has been my excuse to put off my writing and not give it to God the way that I should. Um, because, because it's, it's kind of like, you're like, I need to work to bring income to my family. So I don't have time to write. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. And it's easier to do that than like, it was easier to read two chapters and just read them than to break it down to get personal. So I love that even in just processing this, right? You're like, I have these other two problems that I really want to tackle. And so we looked at one of them and just in a couple of minutes, right? You're, you're just allowed the space and the time to sit and think and process and verbally process this. And you've already yeah. pointed out what your feelings are attached to it, what your fears are, and kind of like exactly what's holding you back and a couple of different things. Um, and so you, you already know and recognize that you don't know what to do or where to point it. And you're allowing this fear to kind of step in. And it's like, you know, God has given you this gift of writing and you know, he's asking you to write and to use it as a tool to share his light and love with the world and, and spread the kingdom. And like you had even said, there are books that are not Christian books, right? There are books that anybody in the bookstore could go pick up and mm -hmm. experience God's light and love through that. 
Um, because it's not like knocking on your door. Can I share with you about my friend and savior, Jesus Christ? Right. Um, (laughs) but, but the enemy is telling you like, but you need to do research. And if you don't do all the research that you need to do, then you're going to waste your time writing this book because then you're going to have to go back and rewrite it because your research isn't correct and whatever else. And it's like, I don't know when I'm reading a book, especially a fiction book, there's a lot of stuff that's inaccurate in there. That's not recent. I'm like, that's faulty. Right. But I'm not worried about that. Cause I'm caught up in the story and the emotional aspects of it and whatever else. And so I think you hit the nail on the head there that like, it's the enemy's lies. You had already said, um, you, you haven't taken the time to pray about it. Mm-hmm. So these are things you I actually said. just realized as we were talking, by the way, exactly because you've been given the space to do that. And so yeah. you already know a lot of the times, right? What the answers are inside of you. And so take the time to pray about it for sure. Give yourself grace, write these things down about like, what if I start, but then the re- I do research later and it doesn't come up and, and you have all these thoughts And so you're writing them down, but then you want to write, you know, start writing the book, but then there's this like apprehension. So I wouldn't implore you this week. It's Christmas week. So if you don't write, no big deal. We can talk more about this on Thursday when we have our session, but write out some of those fears and bring them to God and prayer, bring them to the truth of scripture, play out worst case scenario. What if? What if I have to change a paragraph because the research wasn't right? You're not going to have to change your entire book, right? So just play out those worst case scenarios and those fears and, and bring them to the feet of the Lord. And like, he will give you answers. He will give you direction. He will be the light to your path. Um, and then I love that you pointed out too, that, that you're like, oh, well, you know, my UBAM is bringing an income to my family. So I need to allocate my time and resources to that, not to writing and doing my passion. But I just want to ask you to also explore this this week. Why not both? I know that, you know, family's sick, it's the holidays, all these other things, but we can look into your time tracker. We can look into some other things and see if we can find a harmony where you know, certain days of the week you are doing you bam, but certain days of the week, you allow yourself an hour of time to write. And it's just tweaking those things and, and looking at where our time and resources are going, but where they, where we want them to go instead. So we have a perfect jump off point for next week or not next week for Thursday. When we meet, um, we can know what we're, we're talking about unless something else comes up between now and then. And, um, and I think you have some good, like kind of homework ideas of what you can work on in the next few days between then and now explore some of those thoughts and, and kind of, um, I don't want to say worst case scenarios. Cause I feel like, you know, I'm asking you to think on things that are not honorable <laughs> and true, but we have to pull out what those, what's actually going on in order to rewrite them with truths and adjust them to what God's word says and to what God speaks to our heart. So, um, I'm excited for this revelation and all these things that have come up for you this week. I am so excited, especially in this holiday season that God has come in and just given you so much peace, um, in his presence and 
that's exactly what this season is for, but that's also exactly what we want to live from every day. So I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you and, um, give yourself grace and continue this resting in his presence because that is where the good fruit flows. Thank you. Any parting thoughts before we jump off? I'm just going to pray more. <laughs> yeah. More intentionally exactly. pray instead of just praying. I love that. Well, before um, I let you go, I actually do want to pray over you today um, and just lift you up. And so we'll go ahead and do that before you jump off. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for Camilla. I thank you for this time that we have to work together. I thank you for just breaking through, for giving her the strength and the courage to do something different, to, to give her the permission to, to rest at your feet almost, you know, to allow her, her mind to say, this is okay. I don't have to read two chapters. I can read just a section. And I thank you for for speaking to her heart so clearly and abundantly, not just in the sections of Matthew that she's been reading, Lord, but in bringing things together through her Bible study, through her word of the day, um, and through these other areas, Lord, I pray in thanks and gratitude to you that, that this area of focusing on you and just resting in your presence to be more instead of do more has spoken to her heart widely across more than just this area of Bible study and being with you, but has allowed it to, um, infiltrate areas of just being present in the moment with her family and this little baby that she gets to babysit. And, um, I thank you for allowing this to infiltrate this area surrounding work. And Lord, I pray that you will bring this into the area of writing as well, allowing her to just, um, follow the path that you light under her feet instead of, um, just this expectation and worry and fear about doing, having to do research and allow her to just be in your presence and allow you to write this book in a way that will speak to the heart of non-believers and cause them to question, cause them to, to seek and knock. And Lord, I just thank you for your peace and presence in our life. I thank you for, um, for your goodness. And I pray that you will, um, give Kamala clarity over these next few days about these other things that are holding her back, um, in terms of her writing Lord. And, um, and I just pray and thanks for this opportunity to be live in this Facebook community with these ladies. And I pray Lord that, that the testimony of, um, Kamala's peace and transformation of, of thought, um, and your goodness will reach the ears of many Lord. And I, um, I just pray for a blessing this week on all of us as we, um, we celebrate you and, uh, your love for us that you came down and made yourself human and flesh and, and struggled in ways that we as humans struggle, um, all for us all to save us from the penalty of our sin. And, and what better gift and blessing do we have on this earth than that? Lord, please let our hearts and our minds be focused on that this week and on you above any and everything else that this season can be made about. And I thank you. And I praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Kamala. Wow, what a powerful call. 
not only was Kamala sharing all these wins that she received in such a short period of time, but we were also able to dig into a little bit of what she was wanting to talk about in the next call and what was coming up with her with this struggle to be able to write. And I just want to say, you guys, in the remaining four weeks of the program that she was going through at that time, she had started writing and God had just opened up through her in this space. And it was such a beautiful thing to witness. And right now we are, uh, I want to say about five months, four to five months later, And Kamala is more than halfway done with this book. She has been on fire in her quiet time with God and her time in scripture and plugging into him and just really resting in her relationship with him. It has had phenomenal impacts on her family and her friendships and how she's showing up in the world. Her mindset has transformed in ways I am just like, girl, I love every bit of this. But also, in her writing. And so I am just so incredibly honored to be able to walk alongside her. And um, I just wanted to share those wins with you guys that she is still continuing to see walking through this coaching program and just having this accountability and mentorship and someone to help check and correct some of these thoughts that come up, but also help guide her in some of the actions that she's taking in relation to them. So if you are somebody who would benefit from coaching, hint, we all could. (laughs) If you feel like I in this program might be a good fit for you, then check out the link in the show notes because that is where you can schedule a free consult with yours truly to find out what it would look like and to flesh out some of your dreams and desires and pain points in that space with me. And even if you walk away without hiring me as a coach, you're still going to win coming out of this consult. And don't forget, you can always earn a free coaching call by being named Intentional Mama of the Month in the Intentional Abundance community. So, The link for that is in the show notes as well, and we'll see you on the inside.